My dreams are first every day, then my wife, then my kids. I can take care of my wife and my kids now, would you agree? I abandon this, this is the fuel for who I am. I abandon this dream, and then I end up, I can't take care of them. And then I'm gonna tell them what? It's all right that you didn't win. No, it's not all right if you don't win. You need to win. How many of you need to win more? Okay. If you don't control your environment, folks, somebody else is going to control your environment. You guys that run teams and run organizations, if you do not control your environment, someone else will control your environment. You are being controlled in your environment right now. If you don't control your environment, it starts with me. When I was 45 years old, I'm like, I'm going to control my environment. I'm going to take every penny I have, all the energy I have, all the resources I have, and I'm going to improve me. If I got to go broke in the process, because I'm already broke. Look, if you're not fulfilled to your, if you're not reaching your full potential every day, you're broke right now. If you find your passion, you're going to have this tremendous energy. It's sustainable energy. But momentum requires you always do the next thing to keep the momentum going. If you believe in what you're doing, that's fuel. It adds more fuel to your fire. You gotta keep going, you gotta keep pushing through, you gotta keep persevering. Because at the end of the day, when you do, and you do, and you do more, you will be amazed at how the universe conspires to help you get to the place that you, that you wanted to get to. So believe in you, block out the shade and let your sun shine on through. Cause it's on you to be you. And the reason you get yourself in a passionate place is so that you change your life and the only thing that changes your life is making a decision. So while you're in this passionate state, that's where you make decisions. The only way the commitment and the energy and the momentum continues is if you take immediate, massive what, my friend? Massive action is the cure-all. Massive action is the cure-all. That's how you develop yourself. That's how you begin to appreciate what you get. When you're working on a dream, at some point in time, a transition takes place. And the transition is, is what you are becoming in pursuit of the dream. Because even if you don't get the dream, you become such a strong and powerful person, it will so change your life, you can look at something else and say, well, I think I'll go do this then. Because you have now developed yourself in such confidence and such competence in how to deal in the arena of life that you can move into another area and not miss a beat. Once you begin to discover who you are, then you really realize how you have been given authority and dominion over everything on the face of the earth, including all the dimensions of your life. But you can only do that through the struggle of life. And most people avoid the struggle. Most people go through life avoiding pain. And when you go through life like that, something in you dies. Something in you that you never activate is lying dormant in there, that you never get a chance to call on because you have not challenged yourself. Somebody said, the land of familiarity belongs to the dead. That most people like to feel like they're a king in the area of their comfort zone. They only want to do those things that they know how to do well. Osborne said, unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. 
So if you want to begin to grow, you've got to put something out here that you can't reach easily, that has got to make you stretch, got to make you jump for it, got to make you get back a little bit and dig in so that you can take a leap for it. And maybe you jump up there and you miss it and you skin your knees and you come back again and you bust your lip next time. But you keep on and through that process, you learn how to leap higher. You start challenging yourself to dig deeper and then you discover some things about you that you don't know right now. Some talents that you have in you that you didn't know that you can do. If you want to begin to make your stuff happen for you, I think that it's very important that you start trusting yourself. Listen to yourself. Listen to that still small voice within you. Don't try and make everything logical. There's some things about life that defies logic that you just can't explain how the outcome is going to be. I think that's why Paul said you've got to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. That once you begin to trust yourself and your ideas and your instincts, life takes on a whole new meaning because now I want you to do that feeling that you are led. Just feel, I am led. Ladies and gentlemen, don't give your power away. You don't need anybody to approve your dream. It was given to you. If they can't see it, it's because it wasn't given to them. It was given to you. Hold it, nourish it, cultivate it, work on it. It's yours. It's your baby. Work on it until it comes into fruition. I gave away my power and I said, I'm not going to do that no more. Here's something else for those who make it today. Do what you know is right. Treat people like you want to be treated. Don't try and take any shortcuts. Don't try and cheat. Pay your dues up front. I believe, ladies and gentlemen, what goes around comes around. You can pay now or you will pay double later. So do the right thing. There might be a tendency sometimes because of the negative part of our consciousness and our own programming for us to want to say, well, I just do it this time. It won't matter. Won't nobody know. Ladies and gentlemen, everything matters. And you know you're somebody. You know. I'd rather lose out on my dream doing the right thing than the cheat trying to make a shortcut to get to my goal. I want to be able to look myself in the mirror. And that's what you want to do. There's no saying, judge a man not by what he does, but by that that he doesn't have to do. And to judge the true quality of a man is what do you do when nobody's looking? See, there's some good out there for you in the universe that has your name on it. And nobody can get your good. It has your name on it. They can't take your stuff. It's your stuff. So when you know that, when you know that whatever you're seeking, it's also seeking you, you don't worry. You don't run scared. You don't think somebody's going to take it from you. You listen to your inner voice and you always take the high road. There will be the tendency, the natural inclination to take the low road. You must resist that. Repeat after me, please. I will always take the high road. I will always take the high road. And do the right thing. And do the right thing. No matter what. Take action. Not hasty if it isn't required but don't lose much time. Here's the time to act. When the idea is hot and the emotion is strong, that's the time to act. You say, Mr. Ron, I'd like to have a library like yours. See, if you feel strong about that, what you gotta do is get the first book and then get the second book. Before the feeling passes and before the idea gets dim, 
Action pronto. Action immediate. Action as soon as possible. Because if you don't, here's what happens. We call it the law of diminishing intent. We intend to when the idea strikes us. We intend to when the emotion is high. But now if you don't translate that into action fairly soon, now the intent starts to diminish, diminish, diminish. And a month from now, it's cold. A year from now, can't be found. So act, set up a discipline when the emotions are high and the idea is strong and clear and powerful. That's the time to set up the discipline. Somebody talks about good health and you're stirred. Says, right, I need to get a book on nutrition. Get the book before the idea passes and before, before the emotion gets cold. Go for the book, start the library, start the process, fall on the floor, do some push-ups. Action, gotta take action. Otherwise, the wisdom is wasted. Otherwise, the emotion soon passes. Unless you put it into a disciplined activity. Capture it. Disciplines is called how to capture the emotion and how to capture the wisdom and translate it into equity. Disciplines. Now, here's what's important about disciplines. All disciplines affect each other. In fact, here's a good philosophical phrase. Everything affects everything else. Nothing stands alone. Don't be naive in saying, well, this doesn't matter. I'm telling you, everything matters. There are some things that matter more than others, but there isn't anything that doesn't matter. Key to take home. Every letdown affects the rest of your performance. Every letdown affects the rest. This is part of the educational process on personal development. If you don't take the walk around the block, you probably won't do the apple a day. If you don't do the apple a day, you probably won't consist, you know, start building your library. If you don't build your library, you probably won't keep a journal and you won't take pictures and then you won't do this, you won't do wise things with your money, won't do wise things with your time, won't do wise things with your possibilities and relationships. And the first thing you know, six years of that accumulated and we say you have messed up. So the whole key to reversing that process now is to start picking up these disciplines. Now here's the positive side. Every new discipline affects the rest of your disciplines. Every new one affects the rest. That's why action is so important. The least action, the smallest action, take it. Because when you start accomplishing and the value starts to return from that one action, it'll inspire you to do the next one and the next one and the next one. You start walking around the block, it'll inspire you to get an apple. Get an apple, it'll inspire you to get a book. Get a book, it'll inspire you to get a journal. Get a journal, it'll inspire you to grow, develop some skills. All disciplines affect each other. Every lack affects the rest. Every new affects the rest. The key is to diminish the lack and set up the new and you've started a whole new life process also one more thought on discipline here's the greatest value of discipline self-worth self-esteem people are teaching self-esteem these days but they don't connect it to disciplines the least lack of discipline and it starts to erode our psyche one of the greatest temptations is to just ease up a little bit right the, the slightest lack of doing your best starts to erode the psyche Instead of doing your best, doing just a little less than your best. Sure enough. You say, well, it's just going to affect my sales. No, it's going to affect your consciousness. It's going to affect your philosophy. Now you've begun in the slightest way to affect your own philosophy. Here's the problem with the least neglect. Neglect starts as an infection. And if you don't take care of it, it becomes a disease. And one neglect leads to another. And the worst of all, when neglect starts, it diminishes our self-worth, our self-confidence, our self-value. You say, well, how can I get back my self-respect? I'm telling you, you don't have to go to 29 classes. All you have to do is start the smallest discipline that now corresponds to your own philosophy, like I should and I could 
and I will. No longer will I let neglect stack up on me so that I will have the sorry scenario six years from now giving some excuse instead of celebrating my progress. That's the key to discipline. Okay? Let's get kids involved in the least of disciplines. One more and then one more and then another one and then another one and then some more and the first thing you know you're starting to weave the tapestry of a disciplined life into which you can pour more wisdom and more attitude and more strong feeling, more faith and more courage. Now you've got something, a vessel in which to put it. And now the equities start to flow. And the early return, I'm telling you if you'll start this process, the early return will have you so excited, you'll commit yourself to this strategy for the rest of your life. You'll never go back to the old ways. Join a new crowd, join a new group. The disciplines to do it, take action. I recommended the last time I was here, the little book, Richest Man in Babylon, and I said, I've lectured now to over three million people in the last 33 years, and I've recommended this little book to almost all of them, I think. Guess how many have actually gone and got this little book? Answer, very few. My best guess is 10%. Such an easy thing to do. In that last seminar, right, I suggested this little book, number one, is easy to find, number two, it's easy to buy. The most you can pay for it, six, seven, eight dollars, you can borrow that from your kids. And number three, it's easy to read. It's in story form. That's why I use it for teenagers, teaching them how to be rich by 40, 35, if you're extra bright, much sooner if you find a unique opportunity. But if it's easy to find and easy to buy, and if it's easy to read, why wouldn't everybody go get it? We don't know. What do you know? You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Here's how profound it is. Some do and... Some don't. Now here's the numbers. About 10% do. 90% don't or won't. We don't know the mystery of that. And I'm telling you, 10 years from now, those numbers will still be the same. 10% will, 90% won't. There once was a wealthy and curious king. The king had a huge stone placed in the middle of the road. Then he hid nearby to see if anyone would try to remove the gigantic rock from the road. The first people pass by where some of the king's wealthiest merchants and courtiers were stationed. Rather than moving it, they simply walked around it. A few loudly blamed the king for not maintaining the roads. Not one of them tried to move the stone. Finally, a peasant came along. His arms were full of vegetables. When he got near the stone, rather than simply walking around it, as others have done, the peasant put down his load and tried to move the stone to the side of the road. It took a lot of effort, but he finally succeeded. The peasant gathered up his, his load and was ready to go on his way when he saw a purse lying in the road where the rock had been. The peasant opened the purse. The purse was stuffed with full of gold coins and a note from the king. The king note said, the, purse, the purse's gold was a reward for moving the stone from the world.
if you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. Big up, as always. Thank you for joining the show. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation with a standing foundation on self-discipline. I am a respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, it just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to tell. You know the slogan, the motto that we live by, that we run by, bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play the quote that has really woke me up i hope has woke you up let's get to it you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have bob marley one question two thought provoking statements first question what are you becoming in the quest to achieve your dreams again what are you becoming in the quest to achieve your dreams first thought-provoking statement star player star player second thought-provoking statement controlling your environment controlling your environment today's episode is entitled the reward is in the challenge the reward is in the challenge well family i hope you're just as excited as i am put on your seatbelt, buckle up this is going to be a ride let's jump into it family if you're listening to the opening part of this where i came in with a story that's one of my you know, I have this book of stories by uh, the top 100 motivational stories, and I've read them through different shows. And this is one that I really love about this king uh, putting this stone in the middle of the road. And he sat and watched how people approached the object that was in the middle of the road being the stone. And most people either worked, walked around it or talked about it or, um, in so many words, really did nothing until someone else came along and said, huh, curious, wonder what this is, and pushed it. And with no intentions of seeing if there was anything un- under the rock, arrested his attention in which, come to find out, there was you know gold coins with a note from the king. And the moral of the story was, you know, uh, and, and this is another thing that got me too, about the story was he had his hands full with a lot of different things and a lot of life. And, and, and if you could compete, put, put a parallel together in life, a lot of times in life, we'll have a lot of things going on in our life and we'll find a reason to talk us out of a reason why we can't go ahead and attack a dream or a challenge that we said that we wanted to attack. You know, that business you wanted to start, you know, that reselling uh, that you said you were reselling business you were going to do, or, you know, that degree you said you were going to go after, or, you know, that time you're going to sit to uh, go ahead and clean out the garage, you know, those type of things. And we, we put ourselves in a position in which we are, we don't allow ourselves to, go ahead and seek the challenge and move past the challenge because we find excuses and reasons why not. And that's why that story to me was amazing because we find reasons why not to do something, why not 
to go after and get the reward and the reward for him, for that, for that, that gentleman that, uh, basically, you know, t- it took effort. It took a lot of effort. I can imagine and move the stone and to be able to get the prize, but the reward was inside the challenge. And that is really, you know, of course, that's the topic of today's show. The reward is in the challenge, but I really, I mean, like I said, I really was moved by that story every time I read it. Because it really it really centers me again to understand the frustrations that you can have in life about wanting to achieve a particular goal or be in a certain space in, in, in your life. And you find out that this is really a journey. And in the journey, you must, and I say this with all due respect, you must take your time and enjoy it and not look for the short shortcuts. And a lot of the shortcuts out there are things that are promoting that shiny object syndrome. Like you're going to be a millionaire in six months to a year. If that was, and then once you start really understanding that, but you have to go through that. See, I had to take all of those bad courses or take all of that bad consultation or, um, you know, find information that really wasn't aligned with what the end goal was. It was that they were trying to sell me something. So they gave me a little bit to, to spark my interest. But once I got inside and realized it really wasn't what it was sold to me as the free information was better than the sold information speaking, I'm going to stop there real quick. And I know, I, I know you guys get on me when I go have my rants about, uh, about, um, I don't want to say online education, but courses. Yeah, about courses, because and again, disclaimer, there are some amazing courses out there that I've taken. But there's also been some horrible courses out there that has really, as you can see, has been my Achilles heel or the pebble in my my um, shoe. So I know when I put out my course that is going to have to be a one, because if not, the family is going to talk about me. Remember when you was always going on your rants about courses and things like that? But honestly, just real talk, though, family, it's just what we have to understand. There are no shortcuts to to our dreams. I wish it was. I think a lot of people probably would sign up and take those shortcuts if they knew that they potentially could do it. I mean, if we keep it in a buck, but I don't know if I would. I mean, and the way that, and reason why I say that, and I, and I know it, it doesn't sound exciting that I, I would say that, but I don't think I would because of the fact of the process has taught me more than a shortcut could ever teach me. And when you take a shortcut, you miss out on the opportunity for learning. And I got away from that at times because I was so enthralled in and growing and developing that the growing and developing was actually in the action. It was actually in me, you know, wanting to learn, like I told you guys before in marketing and uh, marketing and sales. I really love marketing and sales, but I knew that in order from, I, I didn't have, uh, I didn't have enough. I didn't make enough time to really study the craft. And then I thought to myself, why not, why not just treat, you know, treat it as in a sense of just like how you learned anything else. And you can get so confused to buy how everyone else is doing something, how everyone else's success is looking that you, you, you like, well, it's not possible for me. 
it's just not going to happen. And that's why, as in, you know, I like what, um, what uh, Grant Cardone had talked about where he's talked about, and most people won't say that and say, well, you know what, listen, my dream is first. There's the first priority. Then my, you know, then my wife, then my kids. And then, you know, down the list. And a lot of people would be like, Oh, that's selfish. And he, this and that. But when you really unpack that, it makes sense. That's why I said, you know, the star player. And I got that from Cat Williams is, is that, you must take care of your star player. If if you are not happy with, the, you know, by the thing that you want to accomplish, the thing you want to be or the thing that you desire that is going to benefit your family. How is that being how is that being selfish? Maybe. Hey, text me. Let me know. I, I'll be curious to know how going after a dream, going after a passion, going after that thing that gets you excited and which in turn turns around and being able to provide for your family. Because I do understand there are circumstances where you have to take a certain position or a role uh, for your family. And because it allows them to, you know, it brings in the the financial uh, piece of things as well as, you know, uh, the health benefits and everything that comes with it. But if that, what, let's say that wasn't your dream job. Let's say the other one was your true dream job and there's more there, but it may be desire more of you. Are, would you be willing to take that risk or that chance? And a lot of people wouldn't, you know, and it's not always about, you know, you know, when people would say it's not always about money, I'm starting to understand it now because when you start focusing on the thing, the thing that it really gets you excited, the thing you become passionate about, I'm really starting to believe and know that it will eventually, they everything will work itself out, but you have to continue to work the dream. You have to continue to work the process and go through the process, the ups and downs, the bads, you know, the goods uh, through it. Because I tell you, family, I, a reason why a lot of people miss out is not because they're not talented. It's not because they can't do it. It's not because they don't know how to do it. You heard what Jim Rome said. He said, I mentioned a book and I, I got to go get the doggone book, uh, Richard's Man in Babylon. He said, I mentioned a book. He said, this book helped change my life. And he said, probably about 10% of people have actually got it. And he spoke to hundreds of millions of people. So that's letting you know that, you know, that's why one of the aims here at the show, I didn't want to get you all excited and I didn't want to get you just that dopamine pushing and you not do anything afterwards. You're just like, oh, got my got my dopamine fixed for today. Thank you, ED. I appreciate you. You my guy. But I really wanted to provide you with actionable steps as far as, you know, controlling your environment you can't control everything else around you You can't make anybody else be better or get on your level or or achieve the things that you see in them you have to you you have to work on yourself and you have to be patient enough to trust again going back to that to trust the process because of course the reward is actually in the challenge of going after that thing you want. And when you make a decision, and I noticed that every time I made a decision and put action behind it, the information that I was looking for found me. I, I know it sounds weird. I know you're like, no, nah, I don't believe you. We need more people. Uh, shout out to Jay. Uh, no, I I mean, really, when I, when I finally said, okay, 
Um, like for me, I'm going, I need to, I'm going to take time. I actually took a day off because I really want to learn YouTube and learn how to make this experience on the podcast. It's time to go to that next level. So I've been posting here and there on YouTube, but I really need to have a consistency. I need to have a, uh, so I, I, I just started collecting videos and I've been collecting for a while. And now when I get a chance, you know, when a holiday comes, I'm going to sit down and while other people are enjoying themselves and partying, and I'm not, don't get it twisted. I'm going to, you know, do a little, little one, two step here and there, but, but really my focus is going to be, how do I become better? Uh, how do I take this? How do I leverage this time to the best part of my ability? And that's what it's about family, finding those pockets. You know, I, I call them peepholes. I call, I've, label them all type of things, but really those small pockets to be able to take advantage and work on the things that you want to work on. When you finally said enough is enough, when you finally have, have made a decision to identify that purpose and it doesn't just happen overnight, you know, I am still working through my purpose because who knows that the purpose may be the mic and then I may find myself in a classroom. I may find myself, I don't know, but I know this is the foundation. I know if you're able to communicate effectively enough that that particular skill set will serve you in the long run because you will be able to help more people because they'll be able to understand you. So that's why I don't, even though I may get frustrated or disappointed in the disciplines of life, I really truly see I really truly see how they benefit me. I was just thinking about this today as I was working on my um, my stories and documenting my journey. So my story meaning is is that uh, five days a week I want to go to seven, but right now we're staying with what was been consistent, what we've been consistent at before we take the next leap. And we're not going to wait until we're ready, but we're not going to jump too fast that we lose the momentum that we created. That's that's a gem right there because you know how it is, family, that we'll start a workout exercise and we'll start working out. And then all of a sudden we'll start adding more and more. And by the time we look up, we're burnt out because of not burnt out because of the actual work is because we got away from the fundamentals of what got us here we started off with maybe two to three exercises and we mastered that two to three exercises until we needed more to stretch us see family you have to understand too is when you need to be stretched and then sometimes when you need to be still and that right there alone family when you when you figure that out you know, I'm still in training. I don't think you can ever figure that out because there's going to be times you're going to be need to be stretched. And there's other times that you need to just sit still and wait and don't say that thing that you wanted to say, because you need to find out, is this coming from an emotional place or this coming from a centered driven place of wanting to be better because you may be again fall into that and this don't apply to everyone i'm only speaking to my special individuals out there that have experienced what i'm sharing here regarding you know beating yourself up or i'll say being a sales salesman or woman to yourself to frustrate yourself so family i challenge you when you are in that state of mind to continue to work on your disciplines your habits because again as you know the execution of disciplines and habits are really what creates freedoms and when I look at my score my scoreboard I'm like man if I really start executing on these things here I know that I'll be further along on 
down the journey or down the process of what I want to achieve out of life. So, but again, you have to run experiments and find out the why of why you're not succeeding in that particular area. Is it something you're doing? Is it something you need to, you know, again, uh, stretch yourself or be still. So I'll close with that family. I know it was kind of one of those shows where it was more, you know, driven to straight to the point. And it, it was that because anytime you start talk about, you know, challenging yourself or becoming better, it, it's not really a, an exciting conversation because it requires something of you that you haven't done. And it requires you to look inside of you. And then it requires you to go ahead and put the proper measurements in place to say, see where you're what what are you doing and what are you not doing and the things you're not doing, taking times to put a plan together so you can attack it. Only remember the model, you know, another one, you know, we got a lot of slogans and models here. Don't know where I got that one from still looking that up. But again, 95 action, 5% planning, 95 action, 5% planning. This has been your boy ED, and this has been another Impact Secret Podcast show. Peace.